On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we have a special extended big deal, no thing. Are you ready? Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, it's your main man, Big Cliff. Thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, you can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk inboxes on all the platforms. I'm not running them because you should know them by now. If not, where you been? What rock you been underneath? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's time to know these things. You feel me? As always, welcome in my main man and yours, DJ Highstar. Yeah, what's good, what's good, Carolina Sports Talk Nation. Hope everybody's feeling well, refreshed. What's good, dog? Man, man on man. Let me say how amazing and outstanding it is to be amongst the land and the living. You feel me? With a little energy, a little spirit, a little pep in my step. You feel me? Uh, your boy been down for a little too long, but uh, feeling like myself today. So much so that I figured we might as well go ahead and get an episode in. You feel me? So shout out to all of those of you who, you know what I mean, had your boy in the thoughts and the prayers and everything. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here with that bounce back. You know what I mean? So how you been though, my dog? What you been up to, man? How, how your week been? How the week off was for you? I mean, you know, regular maintaining. Uh, um, yeah, nah, I, I don't think I went down to Columbia this past weekend. Um, South Carolina State Citadel game. Um, Which no, is we'll talk Orange about Bird. that a little bit later. But had a good time down there. Uh, the brothers of Beta Mu chapter out there at the Citadel and College of South, and they rolled out the purple carpet for your boy and all of that. Of course, what happens whenever you're good. You know, <laughs> anywhere I go. That's what happens when you're good. It took it took me like half of a, but maybe two and a half seconds to realize. Yo, wait. Oh, you're the good one in this scenario. But okay, nonetheless, dog. I'm glad you had a good time. It was a, definitely a good time to be had. Um, you talked. You mentioned it. The South Carolina State Bulldogs taking on the Bulldogs of the Citadel. We'll jump into a little bit of that first, man. But um. Without further ado, man, it's Carolina Sports Talk. But just before I get into the sports, I do want to rap with you, man. I, I noticed you've been active on social media lately. Anybody who follows you uh, has seen an uptick in your uh, your postage and everything. So I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. what's, is, is that just a pep in your step for the season that we're in? Are you just got your phone in your hand? What's, what's anything uh, behind that recently with all the extra... Uh, activity from your socials that's um a great observation and um everything like that but no 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 i just you know sometimes i feel like it sometimes i don't but uh yeah you know uh you gotta you gotta stay uh gotta stay um active in these um algorithm streets or you get shadow banned and all of that stuff so 
Factions. Might have also been a little heat check just to see kind of, you know, who's out there getting my, my posts and things like that. Heard, heard. Now, my question. A little bit question, of all of that. Say again? A little bit of all of that. A little TTL, all of it. Now, my question specifically, and we'll jump into the sports for real. Um, you mentioned that you were on uh, using your Chick-fil-A points, which is, I know, for a certain point, it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just going to stack these. I'm going to stack these. And then that day comes, like you mentioned, it's like, yeah, now I'm finna bust loose now. Twenty one hundred. That's 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 like like that's yeah. Big pause. But go ahead. The twenty one hundred. You know what I mean? That's 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 healthy. But you said that was nothing. You dropped that. Got lunch today and still had a little something to tuck in the thing. Now I'm just nosy. With all did you get with your twenty one hundred points though? Um, let's give some context first because I'm put, I'm putting myself in the the shoes or the seat of the listener and um mm-hmm. i just want to actually say the post they're not that long of course but my first post that i posted earlier today is i knew this day would eventually arrive i'm about to use these chick-fil-a points for my lunch hashtag god did right so, god yeah, did. a little, little little engagement uh with that but nevertheless followed it up after i left and said just dropped a light 2100 on chick-fil-a account still healthy um so that 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 provides the context if you will but (laughs) yeah nah i um i pretty much got a large lemonade no ice it it really was a regular regular vibe that i know as far as my base because i normally with my chick-fil-a order i have a foundational meal okay and then i have uh um what do they call the auxiliary meals Uh, okay and then a la carte items um, but I, 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 I started off with my foundation meal and then them points was where they was at. And I was like, all right, let me chill. So it was, uh, <laughs> lemonade, no ice, some fries because the fries, whether they're medium or large is the same amount of points. So mm. large fry, no salt. And then I got, um, a chicken deluxe sandwich. I actually got the fried chicken one because the grilled chicken was 200 points more. <laughs> <laughs> They got the fried chicken, uh, like deluxe vibe or whatnot. So just a little basic foundational Chick-fil-A meal. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it it did its job. You signature status yet or you just red? Come again? You signature status or or you're a red member? Oh, just red. Just red. Okay. Man, hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line. Let us know where you at with your your Chick-fil-A status because, you know, Everybody out here be loving As God's chicken. Sponsor. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Speak like we're Clemson or something, like we're sponsored by. Look, um, hey, speak those things as not as though they were. You feel me? Hey, man. Yeah, you, you know you've I mean? been letting. I know this is, like you said, that's unrelated, the uh, the posts that I made. But the, another reason that I had to post was to try to try to stay active out here. We've got people that are stealing, stealing our sports thunder. You know what I'm saying? Taylor Swift came through and swept, swept out. All of the all the headlines from us. Um, I see. I so. see what you did there, and I wanted to go a different way. But since we on the Swifties, for those, <laughs> oh, you wanna, yeah, let's just address those real quick. Yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah, yeah. Abstract show, if you will. Yeah. Now we out here. Uh, so as we mentioned in the intro, we are going to do a, a modified big deal, no thing, uh, extended episode throughout the day. So as we jumping into the NFL, let's start there. Big deal or no thing, my boy. That Taylor Swift took all of the ESPN Colorado airwaves this weekend. Big deal, no thing. Yes, 
Huh? All the good yeah, vibes that all the good vibes uh-huh. that Colorado had been getting. Uh, oh, got you. I see what you Taylor did there. Swift. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's no thing. No thing, bro. Nah, that ain't no thing. So, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I, yeah. yeah, I forgot how the rules go. <laughs> it's been a while, right? I'm. A, I'm gonna say, hey, dog. Not only is it not nah, a thing. That ain't no. Nah, 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 nah. That ain't no thing. I'm gonna break a uh, cardinal. Uh, Carolina sports talk rule and say and curse and say hell no oh, that ain't no thing. I knew I was about to say I knew he was gonna bring out at least a Stephen A. Curse, <laughs> um, you know the FCC safe ones. But yeah, right. Exactly. No, it's um, you know it just shows how how much you know both both sport entertainment entities, the NFL and NBA, reach for whatever you know whatever low hanging fruit or Absolutely. washboard um, backsides that may be. But go ahead. Yeah, and, and a little peek behind the fourth wall while preparing for the show earlier this week and everything like that. It's like, um, you know, you, you got to – this is what I've learned in, in, in college at Claflin, from matriculating at Claflin. Mm-hmm. You triangulate your sources. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I could get a minimum of three different sources so I don't sound like an ESPN talking head out, you know, when, we, when we're, we're here on, on the air or whatnot or recording. And um, I wanted to choose, I wanted to go a different route and chose Barstool this week. Okay. Bruh, I see exactly why the NFL puts out news like, hey, look at Taylor Swift up here, whatever like that. It's for platforms like Barstool. Listen, listen. This ain't no ad. And we keeping it funky. We always keep it real. But Barstool is the shade room of of sports. And I, 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 maybe I was just too naive. And I know, you know, the Dave Portnoy headlines that have gone on and stuff like that, but they truly are the uh, shade room of, or the TMZ of sports, maybe more accurately. <laughs> <than TMZ. laughs> Say it again? Nah, did this the TMZ sound effect? Of oh, yeah, doo-doo. Yeah, yeah. So, nevertheless, um, to my point, though, yeah, that Taylor Swift stuff is just fodder and you know, the gossipy type of stuff that, that NFL is looking for or whatever like that. Do you believe there's any truth to them dating? Uh, or you think it's literally just a ploy? Yeah, I don't care. What go lock? Yeah, I don't care. I I just I just don't care. I, I, I really don't. It is so whack how many times they showed her in the now. Like, the funny stuff is because like I said, I know this is kind of we're gonna be quick with some of these big deal no things. But the funny thing is. The uh, meme of mm. like not the meme, but the graphics of Travis when he was with his ex, ex the, the, who's the, a black woman, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then with mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got the, the sheriff mustache now and the clean shaven face, a highway patrolman look. Give me your favorite one. Like Give me your favorite one. Favorite meme. Um, it was like uh, Travis Kelsey went from something, maybe like it said something like Zaddy or something to. Um, why don't you wait here for a second or something like <laughs> tapping, tapping the hood of a car saying, why don't you wait here for a second? And then like, there were two that there are some that's just silent that don't have no caption. And it just has a picture of him in some of these wacky, not jiggy outfits and corny. Oh, that brother can't dress jogger suits. And then him, you know, with his, you know, lumberjack, 
Paul Bunyan look now or whatever. Right, right, right. Shout out to Travis Kelsey, man. You know, Patrick Mahomes on a, on my fantasy team. So. <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite ones was he went from pull up on me to, hey, look here, pal. Uh, <laughs> another one said Travis Kelsey looks like he turns off his uh, body cam now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I saw that one. <laughs> yo, the yeah, mustache. Yo, it, it, <sighs> that was wild. I understand, uh, and, and there are alleged rumors out there that he dropped Shorty because um, she wanted she he didn't want to split half the bills or whatever. It's like, yeah, you go from not wanting to split half the bills to seven hundred sixty four million dollars. I can see that too, but nonetheless, I don't believe it. L. Duncan had an, uh, a report out. She just is vehemently saying that this is the worst ploy in history. Then showed the footage of the two of them walking through the locker room together after the game. And they looked as platonic as you and me, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. zero energy, zero chemistry. Um, yeah, that's, to me, absolutely not a thing. What was a thing for me, though, was the play on the field this weekend as we actually, for real life, get into sports. Um, I want to start, of course, Carolina Sports Talk. I want to start with the Carolina Panthers and um, get your opinion on what you thought about the game up in Seattle. Big deal or no thing that the team looks bigger, excuse me, the team looks better under the helm of the red rifle. Uh no thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. I'm going the other way. That's a big deal. Big surprise. Why you say? What's the big surprise, first of all? Cause that we're on other sides of things. I was about to say, did you get your rest? <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. That's all I need Let's from go. you. There you go. Just a moment, <laughs> that's fine. So um right now I say it's no thing, no uh, our biggest um Offensive threat is Miles Sanders, and then perhaps you know Adam Thielen if he makes an appearance one of these weekends. I, um, you know, we've got Tommy Tremble as far as size goes, pause, but um, and then I mean, of course, we got our Terrace Martins and stuff of the world, but there is no game changer. Uh, I know Dion has been using the word dogs the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to use that. But game changer or somebody to even frighten any uh, of the defenders that we face every week. So, um, you know, that's the reason that I say nothing. I say it's a big deal simply because we looked at least competitively like an NFL team. Um, all through the season last year, I just I, I got on my soapbox about how sick of mediocrity I was and after the first two weeks I was one of the individuals hey give him six weeks y'all give some time and the first week that I see the team without Bryce I just got frustrated all over again the young man has a modicum of talent he is in fact itty bitty he is a small person Um, and that does still sustain and does nothing to quiet the fears that I have but bruh if I'm being honest, I am just about there. And I know we went through this dance. Just about where? I know we went through the dance last season. Oh, my gosh. I am ready to be in. You know what? I'm going to have to call my LB. Shout out to Donovan Moulton and see where he got his NFL jer- his NFL jacket from. I might have to go and get me one of those jackets with all the teams on it and just rep NFL at this point. <laughs> I might have to go get me a, 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 uniform, a, a referee's jersey. 
or just a jacket with the shield on it and say go football or something. That's a good that's a good solution. Now to to interrupt you cuz you know a lot of times people say not to interrupt. But to interrupt <laughs> um I, there was a heartfelt message that you put out there on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm alluding to? Which one at this point? Oh man, yeah, no, the most recent one it was like yeah, it would be one thing if we competed and stuff but we don't even look it was it was you know it was it was a soliloquy because you know you were on a soapbox but and i don't care what nobody says about it at this point there there are trolls out there who well oh y'all should have kept uh the old coach we'd be worse than what we are now we wouldn't uh, like who steve wilkes yes okay yes I, I refuse. I, I'm not even. There was some who say, "I want to come on your show and talk." I'm not even going to waste my airways or your time in and an argument because there is nothing that anyone could say on earth that could convince me that Steve Wilkes would have this team in a better position. All right, um, great. Don't 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 spend your time trying to convince anybody. You know, otherwise that's fine. We're still in the same situation that we're in, which is why I am where <laughs> I am with regards to. I'm just about over it. Shout out to nephew Bounce. Bounce is a Miami Dolphins fan after having for nearly 30 years been a Carolina Panthers fan. I don't know. I can't fathom what that would look like to switch my allegiances at this point. And he's in Georgia. He's in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still hates the Falcons. (laughs) But like so many others have turned their back away from the team. But I had a conversation with the founder of the Cola Riot chapter, Mr. Brad Huck. Shout out to Brad. This week, in, in fact, in saying... That as much as the Carolina Panthers are failing the fans, the fans are also failing the Carolina Panthers. To have heard on Monday Night Football, Tell me more. To have heard on the Monday Night Football broadcast, oh, booze. the booze for your first round draft pick in Week Three of his infant season—that's embarrassing. It's already been said that there are fair weather fans in the Carolinas, and as much as we've tried to negate that and there are many many hardcore like just absolutely die hard fans we are few and far between and 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 our de- devotion our passion our commitment to this team has literally been met with well maybe again next season well, we got to be competitive well, we got to and and so at some point at what point do you just simply say that's enough i'm good so right so your message is received into I guess bump for some of the fans or give them some Dale to your point. Let's say for instance, they're not fair weather fans and they're fans like yourself and they're fed up, but paying, you know, and, and coming out to support. Um, And the other thing about it is I think it's the hot thing to do right now to try to be some of these other fan bases, right. That are rowdy. So without like organically um, creating that uh, personality or atmosphere because of the city, because of the way that every, so I E Philly, I E Detroit, I E Pittsburgh, where these are some blue collar cities, Chicago. And you know that if you're going in there to play, you might be up, you know, Oakland, old Oakland or whatever. Now Vegas right. It's like, OK, I might be going up against some crazy people. You know what I'm saying? It's like Charlotte. We got some good jobs and stuff like that. They're just trying to. So they're trying to be 
you know, that those other fan bases, the the Philly Eagles fan bases of the world and stuff. And 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 when I, in saying that, I mean like having a short fuse uh, for mediocrity and stuff like that now. And it's like, yeah, in, total, do- in the in the big picture, definitely want to give this young man a shot. But he has to hear the cheers as well as the jeers. But it's a difference. You you can cheer when they're winning without like the Phillies of the world, you don't see them disrespect their team. They'll trash everybody else in there. But when's the last time you heard Philly fans booing a Philly team on the field in Philly? When's the last that time? Was that was uh, a team that was trash? Right. But even look at it like, like a, a Cleveland Browns, a historically garbage team. They stick by their squad as trash as they are. They've got some of the most loyal fans in the world. The Dallas Cowboys fans who have not won a Super Bowl since the Carolina Panthers have been in the National Football League. They talk trash about their teams on social media, but when it comes to getting in the stadium, they outpack everyone. And I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant. I am dreading the game on my birthday because I know there will be more blue and silver in Charlotte then there will be black and blue. There's no doubt in my mind about it. So, and so, are you? Go ahead. I'm saying that they give their fan, they give their teams a little bit of uh, hard time, and they can be frustrated, but they show love. There, there's a passion and devotion and loyalty to them. Panthers fans will just scrape everything at every turn, and again, it is partly because we've been so garbage for so long and haven't had that level of high sustaining success, but. These other teams, they show passion and love. I don't feel love from Carolina Panthers fans for the fame. Like, I listen to some of the, I read some of the chats, and I see the stuff that's put up in here. And it almost is like, are y'all really fans? Or at this point, are y'all just entertained by complaining? Are y'all, like, real life just loving the fact that you can hate on something? It feels like it's more of that. I know I know, hate and, and, and all of that, like, drives and then pushes the button and all that, but... I see more of that than, hey, let's give him a chance. Hey, let's stand by him. And again, I, I realize I am one of the ones who is fed up. But in my fed up, <laughs> in my frustration, it's like, what, what what happened? Like, what do we do? The only solution that I see at this point viable is David Tepper taking the team from Carolina. Now, I don't want to see the uh, St. Louis Panthers he can go and make some other team and just not be a Panthers. And I could just say, Hey, well, I was a fan of the Panthers while they were here and now they're gone. I would almost rather that than to consistently every week, get my dog on hopes up to sit and watch a team be inept and at every turn and opportunity fail. Bruh. Is this stuff that you're saying right now, helping or hurting your case? If you leave and, and disown the team, what you're saying and describing is you as well. Yes. So it's like, yes, yeah. I am part of the problem. I'm, ag- okay. I, I'm identifying right. the problem. Right. I'm not saying because that I'm that not. That whole soliloquy was, was jumping on both sides pretty much where I could hear you describing some of if, if that, you know, if that is true, in other words, like it's like did the chicken or the egg come first. Exactly. It's just like, is this the, the fans frustrated first and, and bad or poor, not, not patronizing and we abandoned the team first or did ownership and stuff or, or, you know, you know, of course ownership switched up, but you see what I'm saying? Did that in, stuff happen first? In, in other that, words, in that perpetual cycle that you don't know which come has come first, but you know, they're intertwined at this point and, and, and they almost seem inseparable that the team is going to let the Panthers fans <laughs> down and the Panthers fans are going to let this team down. And, <laughs> 
I don't. I literally like. I can't see me cheering. Like, let's go Ravens. Like, it it almost like you know what I mean. Pause. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But like, I also can't see me continuing to to support this. I can't like. Well, like, yeah, we'll get we'll get to to some others. Like, I got a, I got a football related question for you in a little bit here. Um, but yeah, man, you. <laughs> if, why if you're I amused by you this? Keep talking. If I allowed you to keep talking. Your head was gonna explode because you was, you was getting so funny. I, I, I don't know. 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 I, I don't know. And I think you, anybody who knows me, like, like you know specifically, but anybody who listens to the show, anybody who knows me in real life, you know, I'm 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 a solutions oriented, goal driven individual. I like outcomes, positive resolution. I like definite uh, answers. I like I don't dwell in ambiguity. Definite answers. Yes. Um and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i'm feeling good my boy i'm back to back you feel me but no like in real life i don't like that ambiguity and that is what we are perpetually in that mediocrity that's just the cycle of nothingness bro like at some point what do you do like because you've tried oh we let's get a new quarterback let's buy somebody else's fixer upper let's go and draft the first pick oh let's build an offense. like you have literally tried everything and nothing works at yeah. what point do you realize hey i'm just not good at this and, and, yeah, the, yeah. go ahead. And give it to somebody else to do something with. Now I realize that David Tepper, he's making money. He's a businessman. And so ultimately, as long as he continues to make money, he's going to do what he wants. He, he set out when he first came into the Carolinas saying that he was no longer going to settle for um, that consistent mediocrity. And I didn't realize how true his words were. Um, he is nearly 30 games under 500 since taking over the team. So not only has he not settled in that consistent mediocrity, he's not even obtained mediocrity. He's been so Ooh, abysmal in his entire, burn. you know what? <laughs> his entire ownership has been marred by disdain, lack of support for this, uh, building a culture with this franchise. And I'm sick of it. How, how long you been sitting on that big cliff pause? How long you been waiting to... He's uh, you, writing that last night. Oh, I'm going to light them up tomorrow with this one. Hey, nah, that's not, literally off the you top. You know how we do out here in these streets. But no, I'm just sick listen, of it, bro. Listen. I'm over this he man, has, bro. He has, made, he has done things and made splashes. Has, has the, have they been the moves that you've wanted to see What made? splash no, has he but made? He has... Come again? What splash that he has he made that worked? Oh, no splashes that worked. I'm just saying he's made changes though. Like uh, how much? Again, you know the thing is, you there. <clears throat> the frustration comes because the distance between now and success, consistent success, seems so far away. And with there's a tier of different teams and stuff like that. And when we're in this tier, this is the tier that the Jets were in. 10 20 years ago for 20 years straight or whatever like that and they would have one or two seasons because of a Keyshawn Johnson coming around or a Mark Sanchez maybe coming around and then the perfect Revis the perfect them. storm of their division being whatever it is and then they get you know a wild card or they get you know some playoff a, a successful season and stuff like that or the Cardinals or the Lions for for um better yet where again you're the 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 below the sub mediocrity is consistent and you, you're complacent with it. So then you have to get to a place where a win against a good team is not a surprise, right? 
Arizona is probably they may be surprised that they beat the the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, they're uh, very surprised. Everyone right. was so, surprised. Um, you have that level, and then when that starts getting you, you you're getting used to that. Then you have, you know, of course, the teams that you have to take care of regardless. And then you have those 50-50 games that you really can't do nothing about. It's going to go one way or the other. So once you get to that level of you taking care of the teams that you're already supposed to take care of and you knocking out good teams, very, very good teams, and taking care of 50-50 games or big-time games, prime-time games, big moments, it's like that's when we feel as fans confident that the team is going to compete. You know, And that seems so far away for so many Carolina fans right now. But my thing is this, how do you get that and sustain it? If you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they hit on a quarterback and hit on a coach and were able to sustain. If you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and what they're where they are, the Cincinnati Bengals, even the Cleveland Browns in this instance in this so far this season, you see teams that have pivoted and not just had like, oh, we got one good season and then we're going to be trashed back to our regular roots again. <laughs> They've changed systems. The New England Patriots were garbage before Belichick got there. And now they are, even with the removal of Tom Brady and all that other stuff, they still have at least the appearance. They're competitive. They're competitive. You think they are in every game that they are in that they play in every week. I don't have that feeling with the Carolina Panthers. This week started to seem like, yo, we might can, we might can. And by the second quarter, I was like, we're going to lose this game. There wasn't a doubt in my <laughs> mind that we were going to lose that game. It's scouting. It's scouting. The, the closest team that you mentioned was the Cleveland Browns to us because, again, their their threats is Amari Cooper, who is who is not no, you know, you know, whatever. You can't sleep on them. And then um, also Njoku, uh, the tight end or whatnot. You know, those those two are kind of problems and, and, and stuff like that. They've got other people and stuff. God bless Chubb and everything like that. But they, they're the closest to the Panthers, in my opinion, because Cincinnati, Kansas City, they are equipped with like skilled players that are also, you know, out of there. Philly had had out year after year, always has a, a big time receiver or whatever. And then built up, built up the un the unflashy stuff like the lines of the you know the those the O line and the D line built those up. Now think about it. Let's also while we're on the Panthers, Equanu, do you know how many <laughs> Bruh. how many penalties your boy had? Icky had that sticky in the ear or something, bro, because he just was messing up left and right, bro. He had four pre-snap penalties for false starts on Sunday. I understand that the 12th man is loud, but at some point, be a professional. Earn your paycheck. <laughs> Do Yo, your job, be bro. Good, be good, relax. Like, I mean, but, and, 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 and there was a, there was a uh, series, a stretch of plays where I want to say him and the right guard were tag teaming. Oh, my turn. Oh, your turn. Oh, my turn. Nope, your turn. We had, and out uh, of all of that, I might have seen two two flashes of oh this is what we got okay you know what i'm saying um i think it was probably miles sanders behind him or whatever like that but it it was he he really he made his presence known to the defender and i'm like oh, okay this is what we have but we can't the if you're not disciplined so again i go back to scouting and stuff like that when when we get to these draft picks when we get these free agents and stuff um you know, even down to Bryce, man, it's like that was such a valuable thing to have. The last one that we had, we got Cam. 
so we were looking for a franchise like you know difference maker uh, paradigm shifter and right now it's 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 almost some of the same i mean i see some things with his arm some zip here and there but the fragility kind of scares me um and and yeah we're just gonna see i don't i don't know if you're bryce young how are you encouraged that, you, or are you encouraged you can't they they knew that and here's the thing people talk about the play calling and right not calling anything downfield for bryce that's for his own protection sometimes it's one of those this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you type things but they they're doing there's no doubt in my mind that they don't trust the offensive line enough to keep him secure because they realize, one, how valuable he is, two, how fragile he is, and three, that if he took some of the hits that even Andy Dalton took on Sunday, we ain't going to have no franchise quarterback. And so as a result, they are now limited and reduced in what we can do. And, you know, we, we sit up here each week and say, oh, this is what we, well, each week that we actually are on here, and this is what we ought to do, and this is what they should do, and... I'm over it and I have no answers. <laughs> I have nothing. I is have this nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm literally, I'm literally going to go on Amazon and find an NFL shield jacket. Like I'm, 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 I'm at that because once that upon a time, good, uh, that is a good solution though. Go football. <laughs> go team. Go. Uh, let's move forward. Cause I'm over it. And if I keep thinking about these Panthers, the Panthers, um, yes. Um, you want to talk about some other NFL games that that went on? Yeah, real quick. Shout out to the Yankees out of playoff contention, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got to represent, but yeah. Um, that's our baseball talk for this week, ladies and gentlemen. But um, so, <laughs> so back to football. <laughs> um, Joe, not say, Joe Burrow, um, Andy Dalton's whatever follower successor. Mm. Uh, has been kind of injured and hobbled this year. He lost, took an L yesterday um, in Monday Night Football to the Rams, I want to say. No, they won. Okay, the the Cincinnati won by three. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that brings them to one and two, I want to say, for the uh, season. I think uh, nevertheless, that was two, the yeah. AFC North game, and then the Eagles took care of business in a rainy affair down in tampa bay that was the monday night um right activity going on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. outside of that though well along with that any of the the games from sunday or thursday night's game um stand out to you the colts taking care of the ravens shocked me didn't see that coming um shout out to uh they talk all that trash about that little mixed fella out there in miami <laughs> Their coach, the former ball boy for the Denver oh, Broncos, but he put seventy on them boys, man. Um, I think that I, at this point, I think Russell Wilson need to go ahead and uh, take care of a little future junior and kiss up on Sierra and hang up them cleats because it's a wrap out there. Like my boy is done. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I think that's similar to to, to us. Uh, to bring that back up real quick, where there's nothing, no, Gee. no one on their offense that scares you. A couple years ago, once Javon Williams, his Javante Williams, his uh, rookie year, I was like, okay, they, they might have something there. And it seems like running backs have maybe a one to two year window where they could get their stuff off pause um, without the film and stuff really being or the game planning for them really being there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also to add in, you have the running back by committee. 
uh, structure or format with a lot of these teams as well. Um, Denver is one of those teams where nobody on the offensive side really frightens you like that. Name two of their wide receivers. Huh? Name two of their wide receivers. Sutton and... <laughs> exactly. I only know that because I play I play fantasy football. Oh, and right. Judy and Judy and Judy. Uh, but oh, exactly. Hey, UD. Hey, UD. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's a wrap. They suck. We suck. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. Matter of fact, <laughs> shout out to the New Orleans Saints who took a 17 to nothing lead into the fourth quarter and somehow managed to. From the grips of victory, snatched defeat in a 18 to 17 point loss to the non Aaron Rodgers Packers. You and I, funny enough, had a conversation. Um, was that Sunday or Saturday where you asked me what my thoughts were about Jordan Love? You remember that? Mm-hmm. It was the weekend, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> shout out to the Aints. But go ahead. Dog, so 18 points in, 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 in one quarter, man. That's that's huge. And then the kick, your kickers, it was not a good weekend for kickers, boy. Like, we'll talk about the college in just a second. But Clemson's kicker missed a clutch kick uh, with a chance to take down Florida State in Death Valley. Um, missed Florida State, ended up coming back in overtime and taking that one. Um, the Saints kicker, despite that furious comeback, still could have had a chance to with – just under two minutes left in the game, kick a field goal. Literally, it's your job. You 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 don't have to worry about punt protection. You don't have to do anything but get out there and kick a ball. And mm, I hate to see. Yeah. It. Um. It seems like weekly. Uh. And we'll get to it, of course. But it seems like weekly. There's always there's kind of a state or a region that just takes a group of L's. Like for for whatever reason, you know. And shout out, uh, God bless and rest in peace to all of the the people that lost their lives and stuff. But on 9-11, the New York teams, you know, the Jets had lost Aaron Rodgers and then the Bills had stunk it up or whatnot. Now, the Jets still came away with a W, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kind of, you know, took another L. But so so um, this weekend, it, it, it you know a state that was? <laughs> Think about who got 70 hung on them mm-hmm. and then... <laughs> so so yeah that state is having a bad the bad, bad little tt yeah 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 they going through it this weekend as well so yeah um outside of that the cowboys took an l out there in arizona um with no um with no not gilmore but Diggs, trayvon Diggs. uh no they had no the gilmore other- either <laughs> yeah he was there but he was not there right my boy's getting burnt Yo, there was there was this cringy moment on TV uh, where Bart Scott. Did you see that? No, I missed it. Okay, Bart Scott was on first take, and he's kind of is the the day after or like right when they're announcing the Trayvon Diggs news, mm-hmm. and he goes, um, "Well, like you said, Stephen A. They'll always find a way to mess it up, mess it up for something like that. And they were like, nah, nah, dog, dog, nah, nah, not now. Like, nah, nah, that's not appropriate. Too early, man. Too soon. Too soon. And you just see Bart Scott's face. He just like got he got it humbled and had to eat that like pose. Like, but he just Okay. Like how when when a parent yell at you in the store or something like that. And you realize he was kind of wrong. Listen, listen. That's the thing I like about Bart. Bart can see what he feel like and call you know it like it saying? is. Period. Yeah. Like, yo, well, they, yeah. or say what some of us else, some of us are thinking. Like, while everything's somber, 
But yeah, so um, yeah, the Cowboys taking that L after after Trayvon Diggs going down. Uh, you think it's just a blip, or you think that they're gonna really um take that to heart and kind of go on a little skit, a losing skit? I, I hate to say it, it'll be a blip. They'll they'll bounce okay. back and just their pride and being America's team, um, they'll 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 snap out of it. And I, I see them coming back um, in a major way, especially because um, they who do they play next week? I feel like they had like an easy the team. Cowboys. No, no, I they think it the might Patriots. be a conference game. No, they play the Patriots. Division game. Huh? No, they're playing the Patriots. Gotcha. In Dallas. Gotcha. So that's a nice little snapback game for them. But um, I'm going to tell you what I'm not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to our upcoming schedule. This upcoming week, we've got the Vikings. That's a winnable game. The Panthers do. Then we go to Detroit to take on the Lions. Then we go all the way down to the 70-point hang. Listen, I don't know what we're going to do in, what is that, two weeks? In week week six, October the 15th, the Panthers taking on the Dolphins. The only game worse than that one to me is going to be this upcoming week with the uh, – the ba- what's going on with the Bears, bro? Have you been peeping and paying attention to them? Absolutely. The, 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 I always have I've never been a fan of their quarterback. I mentioned it. Don't like Ohio State quarterbacks. Didn't like him at all anyway. But, yo, my boy is going through it out there. You, he, There was a report that he was saying it was the coach, like the calls that were being played. Then he said that he came back emphatically, no, it's on me, hanging on me. I really think the coaches are, like, calling plays that are, like, the dumbest plays possible for him and don't utilize his strength. And as a result, he's just not going out there and trying. But, like, Poor little DJ Moore <laughs> just I went mean, from bad to bad. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, Go ahead. Chicago is it's, it's rough out there in Chicago. Um, so AFC North again, you know, uh, right now really the Packers, you know, they're like, yo, we keep winning. Shoot, you know what I'm saying? The same. I mean, if we repeat in history and stuff like that, you know, Brett Favre going to the Jets and everything like that, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers going to the Jets. Jordan Love may have been groomed for some success out there. Um, still got a big target out there in Watson, Christian Watson, and uh, got Aaron Jones and Dylan with running backs by committee. So, you know, they they still hell. They got they like yo y'all y'all thought that this was a cemetery over here because Lazard and 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 um, A Rod left and uh, Randall Cobb, but nah, like we still we still play we football. Still we put pride. on pads. Yeah, exactly. So with with all of that being said, I know it's normally top five that people say, but I, I want your power, your power, your top, your power rankings, but your top three power rankings, in other words, in the league right now. NFC, AFC, or just the overall league as a whole? I would say overall. All right, if I'm going to say overall, uh, I'm putting the San Francisco 49ers as my top team right now. Um, Continue. Mm-hmm. I think offensively there is no one else that is even seeing them um, squad wise and that that is with the caveat of saying that the Miami Dolphins are my number two right now um, and just the speed that they have uh, the reason that they wouldn't be number one for me is because I, I like the, the, steel, the 49ers defense a little bit more but I will give them the nod and say that I'm going to go from 49ers, Dolphins, and I suppose I don't want to say Eagles, but I'm going to say Eagles. 
And I know everybody else is saying AFC and, oh, the AFC is still tough. It feels like a little bit of the SEC syndrome where they're just going to beat up on each other all throughout that. The Dolphins being the only undefeated team in the AFC as we're in the NFC. We've got um, several teams, the Eagles, the Niners. um, And so, I don't know. I I do like the The Green Bay, right? Uh, Green Bay is two and one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're two and one. Who are your top three right now? Yeah, I'm honestly, I'll be this pretty much the same. Um, the 49ers just, yeah, I mean, and then well, Brock Purdy has done, um, this season to pick up where he left off last season kind of is understated. Uh, but you know, and and people can argue that he's just kind of managing and not and not um messing up but there's an art in that there is skill in in doing that um uh not to mention you give him run cmc still got debo samuel mm-hmm. george kittles out there balling so are you coming back and then, soon? like you mentioned are you coming back so like you mentioned the uh the defense um is is top notch so yeah san fran came in this year not playing no games Miami came in 100 miles an hour. Um, even without Waddle, they had their backup um, or the running back number two having over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. They were just getting busy. It was it was disgusting to a point. Um, so, and I think they were just putting on that offensive display. Every look, if we can score on this team, every possession we need to. We in the NFL. Look, it ain't. This is what we prepare for. So it ain't no feeling sorry for nobody and none of that. It was the end of the game. And they had like a, it was a long run. And it was like, you had to think that at that point, that's where I think a lot of these Denver in um, Denver champions and stuff like that. And uh, Denver lifers were getting upset was those, those last couple series where it was like, all right, come on y'all. Like, not even trying. Have some pride. Right. So um, Miami being that number two and then, and yeah, Philly, even like again with the NFL chasing gossipy headlines and stuff like that, and oh, Devonte Smith and Jalen Hurts are at odds and this and that. Like people is too grown for that. There's too much money on the table for a lot of that stuff. Win. So they know even they know in the locker rooms a lot of times, um, you know that the outside noise is just that noise and, and like their connection um, and it just his 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 arsenal of um of skilled players man he's he's got his pick of the litter and then he's a weapon in himself of course so uh they they're starting to kind of um surrounding them is starting to um uh cringe me out a little bit with the with the whole butt push uh you know ban it. Sneak. get it out of here stop it thank ban you, it thank put you. a rule okay, against thank you. it Thank you. Hate it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. At least we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, they 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 are number three for me. Um, of course, you know that's why I asked you for a top three because um, you have to leave out certain teams. You know right. what I'm saying? And and so yeah. Um, I hate there's to... one question. Say it again. No, I was gonna say I hate to say it because we still got to play them, but Detroit, Detroit looks good. They're playing good football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Consistent. They're very consistent. Um, So before we move forward, I do want to ask you an NFL-related question. Um, And I think I brought this up in previous shows. Of course, um, this Madden style of play, 
okay um seeing a lot of going forward on fourth and whatever's mm-hmm. in again close to 40 yard line 50 yard line um where you're bypassing up the uh you know the punt and potentially just pinning the uh the, the opposing team further back and going for it on fourth down uh mm-hmm. inside of maybe fourth and two fourth and three fourth and you know short so uh your thoughts on that at all um how do you feel if you're uh defense and stuff like that is that just yeah like i'll leave it at that so I'm, I'm in favor of it if the analytics support it i do understand the trends and understand numbers position situation and so if the numbers say go for it based on what your game plan is and what you are looking to do I'm in favor of it. Um, I'm, I've, I've never, never hidden the fact that I am in favor of offensive football. And so um, run a score up to 1,000 if you can and if you want to. And if that means going for it on fourth down um, from your own two, go for it. You know what I mean? If you feel like you got it, go for it. Running the score up, though, is only one of the many byproducts of going for it on fourth. It's, it, say, for instance, you down or it's a close game. Um, and strategically – you have, you know, again, you have the analytics, boom, that's, that is one thing, but strategically you have an opportunity for the team. Just thinking as an old school football fan, you got an opportunity for years, this team to start back there. Or if we don't make this fourth down or whatever like that, this team is going to start right here in the 45 yard line or something like that. Why do you, you don't try something unless you feel like you can win. You don't attempt Unless you feel like there's a measure of success, if you feel like you can, are you going to win all of them? No, but if you're trying with that in mind and with that with that concept, I'm still good with it. Uh, even like you said, a scoring aside, if you feel like, hey, this is the dagger, this is the nail that we need to put in this coffin to push us forward, hey, go for it. You win, you win. I would rather see that than lays off fair just oh well let's play it safe let's kick I, it and pin them deep and play good strong defense nah let's go put our offense out there put our biggins against their biggins and push them in and impose our will on them and make them do what we want us to do what we want them to do so well is there are there scenarios where you can see yourself well i don't even want to stay on this long <laughs> yes is the answer it's cool <laughs> got you yeah now I and mean, it's just like i said there's I understand those scenarios where the momentum is in one team's favor. And it's like, yo, this could be the nail in the coffin. This can be this or that, whatever. But I see, again, there's there's situations that I look at purely like, oh, if there was on, like, this is a Madden style, like, decision almost. You know what I'm saying? Did that happen? And, of course, I'm not at practices with these teams and stuff like that. But it's just kind of what I see as far as from my lens. Now, and, and along those same lines, I'm going to use this as a transition. I, I I know I said I'm for all the scoring and and like you mentioned, those positional situational things. There are times where it's excessive. One of those such times was in the routing this weekend of the University of Colorado or Colorado University at the hands of Oregon. Um, They lost a lot to a little bit. Um, We've heard and seen both sides. You don't have to be a supporter of Dion, but you ain't got you don't have to be uh, a hater either. I don't like that the coach waited until just before. It's strategic, and I understand it. Just before the game to start talking this trash. I also don't like, as reported by Keyshawn Johnson, of now Fox, 
uh, FS1 rapport that there were certain coaches that were reaching out to give some insight and basically kind of help stack the odds against Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffs. Um, Tell me, what what are your thoughts about that? Because the game was what it was. They were outmatched. Oregon had more athletes, deeper, bigger, stronger athletes, um, aside from what the top lines, uh, top layers were for the Colorado Buffs. And it it showed. But there were some plays. There were certain things like the going forward on fourth down, the fake punts. He intended to try to disrespect that team, and it pissed me off. It upset me a lot, if I'm being transparent about it. But – what are your thoughts about the game as a whole? Again, not just the gameplay in, on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely agree um, with as far as, you know, the excessive play. I, I know how to interpret that as a as an athlete of team sports. I know what that's about. You know what I'm saying? I play basketball. I play baseball. I play football. I know what running up the not even running up the score. But again, excessive stuff. Imposing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, the talk prior to initially stung me, of course, and me uh, having a protective nature right now over Coach Prime. Um, it, you know, again, I, I, I was kind of, I was upset right away. But as the weekend went on, after the game happened and stuff settled, the dust settled. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with, with you know, his trash talk. Uh, which is fine. Like you said, it, it was um, indicative of the the timing of the speech and stuff like that was indicative of kind of the impact that he wanted to make. And of course he didn't want to give Colorado too much fodder or, or um, bulletin board material regardless. But he said at, in listening to his post game, um, he said all of the right things with regards to Oregon's team uh, but also with regards to Knicks, I want to say the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, he's saying, you know, and lauding him, yo, this is the greatest quarterback in the country. We're hoping to put people on, on notice. And I, I'll just get this this out here real quick. But he should have been on notice because the guys have been in school for about five years or something like that. Easily. The first so quarterback we, we, in we history. Did on we, we know. We know, buddy. We know. So, you know, that was it. Like, that was what it was. Um Real quick, Coach Prime. real quick. Bo Nix was the first quarterback who uh, came this weekend. The first quarterback in NCAA history to throw fifty-five touchdowns at two separate institutions. Played three years as a starter for the uh, for Auburn in the SEC, and then transferred. And with his remaining eligibility, has become a member of one of the most potented offenses with athletes traditionally superior to any and everybody else. And you surprised he could throw the football like. When you got that many speedy guys going that fast, you're going to throw a whole bunch. So, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm right. not buying it. Again, so with it, with this type of language, it sounds like almost like, you know, again, with people knowing that I'm pro Coach Prime, that it, it sounds like that I'm trying to make excuses or anything like that. So it's like I still definitely give Oregon all the credit, in the, but also taking the approach that Coach Prime took um, in his presser, I want to say today, that he did, they brought up the Keyshawn Johnson situation and stuff. And he is like, I, I love the approach that he took to that or, or the thing that he said in response to it. And he was like, we're aware pretty much. And we know, or that's, you know, expected that type of news is not going to 
um, you know, ch change stuff one way or the other. We just, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's something that it's not a surprise, in other words, to the team. And I, as a fan, when I hearing that from Keyshawn initially and stuff like that, I'm thinking about litigation and investigative reports and stuff like that. But then again, hearing Dion and his temperament and his presser, I'm like, all right, I, you know, I'm, I'm not as, <laughs> as furious or whatnot, or, or looking to, you know, go law and order and stuff like that and, and find out, get to the bottom of this or whatnot. Uh, so, it, you know, here's it, the thing. Go though. ahead. At what point that it, it, I hate to go here. I hate to go there. It's because it's a swaggy black man who has come and changed the entire institution that y'all feel the need to take it outside of the norm and to do more to try to humble him or to try to quote unquote embarrass the team. And people talking about, if you don't like it, don't talk and don't, but they weren't talking about nobody. Dion doesn't go and talk trash about anybody else. Exactly players. the point I was about to make. He Absolutely. hypes his own players. He recognizes their strength and for him sewing into who he has as a part of his family and his team now he's being relegated to being a target. He, 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 he's got to deal with hate because he shows love, because he shows strength. Now you have to exploit him to provide weakness. That, like, that, that just seems like another Man. form of oppression. That seems like it's literally outside the bounds of football and now getting into blatant racism. I saw a post this week that says, Oregon represents all of us. Why? Why does Oregon represent all of us? Because you don't like to see somebody trying to win and, and showing love. I, mm, it, yeah, it, I, and mm. I mean to that point. Outside of CBS, outside of CBS, uh, it's like where has he not had to endure that? And it's definitely something that he should not have to. But outside of that, and we're talking about a faith, uh, um, a God fearing man. Uh, faith forward and of course the ladies man self-admittedly and, and he's a transparent guy he talks about his transgressions or anything like that but outside of that he's never been in trouble not no gambling habits no drug habits no no nothing um and to your point everybody has something to say now the when you started saying that the immediate thing that i thought about was because you said swag and i honestly the immediate thing i thought about was swag and you know the time that he had <laughs> out there you, you know ain't swag. where where like to what he said in his post game is like these teams are trying to beat me they, they're not i I'm, I'm a hall of fame already i'm good i've already i've already laid my my bricks my gold bricks i'm i'm good my, my legacy is 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 ironclad right you know, these these teams are continuing to try to beat me. And then also to the comment directly that Oregon's coach made um, saying that they play for clicks and we're playing for wins or something like that. Right. Um, when we're talking about Oregon, we're talking about a team in the last 10 years that has expanded their profile strictly due to Phil Knight and Nike. And what they've done jersey-wise and being more hip marketing mm -hmm. uh, to the younger folks and stuff like that. So it's not, you know, and, and, and um, cat, like people have talked about this at nauseum for, for this at this, you know, for this whole week. So with regards to Oregon and responding to that. 
And outside of that also, though, if you know sport in a dying institution the NCAA has been for the past three years, you would be a little, or 10 years, or, you know, since we we done moved to a, a, a playoff to try to keep the eyes on, on college football and all of that. That's expanding but, to 12 next year, but go ahead. Exactly. So you would be, you know, have some gratitude, perhaps, and be gracious. That, that is attractive. Um, now, do you, do you not, like, granted, Oregon is going to, they're going to get their attendance numbers regardless, beautiful facilities out there and everything, but... How much people was probably patronizing all the local businesses, everything like that. Uh, um, bonafide sellout, of course, when Coach Prime is coming into town. What are you mad at? If I'm the AD, what are you mad at? Just bring money to your pockets. Now, every the 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 thing, um, of course, Coach Prime is quoted with saying, I need about seven or eight dogs or whatnot. We all know, or we both know, definitely. And a, a lot of our Carolina Sports Talk Nation, I give them the credit for their athletic intelligence, AI. I'm going to coin that. But um, they, listen, man, fire. Um, but uh, he uh, essentially said, so like with the running game and stuff like that, he's asked the question, do you think that you guys need to focus on the running game more? Do you think that you need to, um, you know, establish the running game as soon as the game's whatever? And his answer, and he said, he said it was on the spot, but he said, uh, man, that's like, Asking uh if we asking my wife um to expect a if I can expect a good home cooked meal every night and she don't know how to cook or something like that yeah <laughs> and and that that says it plain and simple so again whenever he's alluding to he needs dogs he needs dogs and sometimes he says it a little bit more color uh with a little bit more transparency he's essentially saying these people some of these uh, a lot of these people that's here this year is not gonna be here next year. You know Listen, what I'm saying? I put the post hey. up on social media saying, hey, defensive coordinators of America, if you got players you like, you better talk to them now because Dion will be in the transfer portal next year. That you part. And then Warren the Sapp is coming. So that's mm-hmm. another attraction for uh, scouting wise or whatever like that for big boys on the line. Pause like in the trenches on the D line. But then and then you get some. Listen. You get some big old um, Trey Thomases or, or stuff like that on on your O line, you know. So yeah, I, I know that Dion is. He always looks at things kind of in a rose colored way. And his presser today, he you know he's like, hey, look, with a team last this uh, program last year, if you told me that we would be three and one going into USC, so a lot of people would look at that successfully, you know, like that. Very that's much so. So it's like, let's not lose the perspective of everything because of this large loss. And he's owned that stuff. Yeah, we got our butts kicked. There's a lot of things that Colorado, from the Colorado State game, because it's been a while since we've kind of, since we've talked, but since that Colorado State game, which they narrowly won, it went into about 2 a.m., one of the highest rated, you know, view games, rather, college games. Their emotion to me spilled over, of course, into the um, in, into that um, Oregon game, mm-hmm. and with their level of college football that they're playing, the emotion needs to be superseded by poise. I mean, superseded with poise, if you will. The poise needs to supersede the emotion. Check. Um, and the Colorado State stuff with the glasses comment and all of that stuff, they was just over excited. So that poise balances and 
and balances out penalties and stupid mistakes, errors that are, you know, on your team and stuff like that. And those are things that they could avoid. And it may have been more um, competitive of right. a game. Now, and I will say this, all things considered, and I, I, and I know you, you avoid or try to at least avoid uh, what you call them, like the moral victories. They fought until the very end. Colorado never gave up. They, they, they were being shut out for much of it. And granted, Oregon may have taken the their foot off the pedal a little bit and put a couple other, but they fought and until they got their score, couldn't convert the extra point. So it was only six, but they scored a touchdown. It was not a shutout. And so um, that alone is like like Prime said that after the press conference, the post game press conference, then hey, they took it to us. We 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 got USC next week. I I, I do expect, even though USC has similar capabilities with regards to the athletes. Excuse me. I do expect it to be a little bit different of a game. I think that having had that rude awakening woke them up. It was rude, and they're awake. And so, <laughs> well, and let's also keep it real as well. They're missing their best player mm-hmm. <laughs> at it, the end of the day. He, he'll still their, be. Out. He'll still. But not only their best player, their best player on defense and possibly top three on offense. So Absolutely, it's like missing two. Um, Absolutely, that's a great point. There's, missing Travis Hunter is like missing two with two players being out for you that week. That's mm-hmm. an awesome point. Yeah, and so he will be out again this week. But again, I think um, as people continue to step up, um, they may have exceeded expectations so far. Shout out to the coaches' poll. Um, they were 19 before the loss. They stuck around somehow, miraculously there um, this week. Unless the polls that I saw was wrong. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do uh, heading over to USC this week. We knew that this was going to be a murderer's row. Um, I said if they won out, did they deserve to be in the conversation for number one? Had they won out, they would have deserved to have been in the conversation for number one of all time. <laughs> but, Agreed. Because um, um, the, the the movie's already in the works. Now it's, it's all about how, how the story ends pretty exactly. much. Exactly. Like, What's the next chapter? Yeah, exactly. You got got some movies on the way, definitely. Um, something else. Go ahead. Something else that was a movie, though, that you actually got to participate this weekend in was South Carolina State University taking on the Citadel down there in Orangeburg. Former coach coming home, got his coaching start right there in Orangeburg with South Carolina State University. So uh, go and give us a little bit of your perspective, I guess, of the game and or the festivities and what you thought about State picking up their first win of the season. Um, It's pretty good. Um. A good first state as well. I expected uh, the Citadel to win. Frankly, I thought it 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 reminds me of when North Carolina Central, when North Carolina A and T and North Carolina Central played in in, in Charlotte mm. last year. It reminds me of that because with all of the fanfare and the fans out there that represent an A and T, you would have thought that they. We're going to come home with the victory in Central 1. But, yeah, State had a a more complete game. Um, Of course, the time of possession, they had had the ball uh, 35 minutes pretty much, and the Citadel's 24 minutes. Uh, So about a 10-minute difference there. But, yeah, they they dominated State 31 to 10. uh, Excuse me, dominated the Citadel 31 to 10. Uh, The Citadel is now 0-4 while State sits at 1-3. But essentially – Bruh, it was a, it was a, it was a it was a beatdown 
556 total yards for South Carolina State um, compared to 202 total yards for the Citadel. Um, Smith Brown from State uh, showed out. He One of their receivers, he had two touchdowns, bruh, um, Justin Smith Brown. Uh, but he had two touchdowns um, and 78 yards off three catches. But at the end of the day, uh, outside of the stadium, inside of the game zone, the tailgating and all of that stuff was fire. So we got these logistics <laughs> out the way. Let me go ahead and knock because we're going to get to this now. <laughs> the attendance listed out there at Oliver Dawson Stadium was mm-hmm. listed at 9,012 where Oliver Dawson Stadium has a capacity of 22,000. So we're at 41%. And it was a beef of mine in the past couple of homecomings where I'm like, all right, now we got to pay to get on the campus. Then we got to pay to get in here. And then you need a ticket to get in there. <laughs> and I uh, got an opportunity to, you know, experience the home game and see. Um, and also I've spoken with, uh, presidents of, of universities and vice presidents in the you know the past months and stuff like that with that curiosity and they explained to me that those the everybody getting into the game zone is counted toward that attendance you know and I could see why now with South Carolina State looking to expand their 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 profile and and get a a lot of the host a lot of these larger games and perhaps bowl games um, in Orangeburg that they consistently need to be able to show that attendance. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was a, that was a long way of me saying that it, you know, I finally got to visualize and actualize what was being told to me. And, for and so many see months. it firsthand for yourself and everything. So that I, yeah. So that I won't be such a, like a large hater whenever and thinking that just thinking that, yo, this is a money grab. They, they out just to, just to get more money, more money. It's capitalism. It's greedy or whatever. You know? I mean, to an but, extent it is, but I understand the rationale on how they justify it as well. Because if you're going to make a money grab, you have to be able to say, hey, well, this is the actual reason. Because if you just be like, hey, it's a money grab and it's a money grab, then you can't grab as much money. But if you substantiate I mean, it with uh, all of the logical surroundings that, that that was provided to you, then, yeah, it does make sense. But that's, Is it valid, though? It's, it's got to be, again, to be able to substantiate your true intentions. So, I mean, that's like me saying, hey, I've got this wonderful new product that everyone must have that is applicable to your life in so many ways. Is it going to be some level of uh, validity and or applicability? Absolutely. But I'm also trying to get your money about your pocket. So it's my job to put together the best project or the best product to be able to get that money. So it's still absolutely a money this. grab. Right. But they just now have justified it in a way that, again, as you mentioned, is valid and understandable. Yeah. With, with 9,000, if you know, this reported number being, you know, accurate or whatnot with ticket sales being scanned. So with, what would that number have been with the, uh, the old school, you know, our days, back in our days. Of- We've got a sellout, 22,171. So? Oh, without doubt. Because they're, what? What, what minimizes and restricts people from even wanting to come is having to deal with that. All before, some mm. would come and just be out there and be like, hmm, I'm here. I'm going to go in the game. I'm going to go in the game. Literally. Got you. Got you. As we're I now, wasn't expecting you to say that. 
as we're now there because there have been time and I, and I know I uh, granted perspective is a little bit different um, undergrad days. You walk across the fence uh, from, from Claflin university to South Carolina state. It's like, Hey, I'm bored. It's Saturday. Let's go see a game. And you're there, you hanging out. And then I literally, there were times where I say, oh, $10, I'll give them a $10 for a ticket just to buy a ticket to go in a game for a while and then go out. And that, but that number would then have counted as opposed to now, even to get on campus it's right. the $25 for the ticket. It's like, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, right. So it's $20 for parking if you want to park on campus. To get into the game zone, which is pretty much in front of Raymond Felton um, Elementary or, I don't know, laboratory school or whatever. Right. But anyway, <laughs> in front of Felton, <laughs> um, <laughs> it extends to the, um, on Gob Street, the tennis courts and baseball field and all of that stuff. Basically, they're back half of campus in any way inside or back there. And that's considered the game zone, right? Correct. So, Yeah. Charging to get into that as well. If if you're driving on campus, twenty dollars to park on campus, and then charging to uh, or just have to see a ticket for the game zone. Now we we're again. I'm 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 like that, and I'm sanctioned. I'm I'm good with the bros. So there was a good bro that that scanned me in. You know that had a that had tickets and stuff like that. So, but nevertheless, that that's how that went. Good good weekend down there. Uh, good fellowshipping with the bros and everything. Now. I have got to be uh, mindful in how I'm presenting this next one, and oh make boy. Sh- and make sure I get my uh, math together. That's a hundred and sixty-five, a hundred and so, oh, Benedict College, bro. If you can believe this or not, they have outscored their opponents this season. 171 to 10. Think about that for a second. 171 points of offense for Benedict to 10, including two shutouts. First opening up at home against Shaw, going down to Edward Waters in Florida, going down to Lane, and then going down to Chowan. Two shutouts. 157 to 4 and 131 to 3. This weekend, they host Morehouse College in Charlie W. Johnson Stadium. It will be, the game will be broadcast on the Black College Sports Network, um, BCSN. Check it out online. Yours truly will be announcing. I want everybody that loves football to come and show love to the As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a second. Nope, that's not the right one. Hmm. I was waiting for you to get on the round of applause. 171 to 10. There is dominant football be played, being played in Columbia, South Carolina, and I don't know that Benedict is getting the love that they have. Um, Rupert Danellis was named the Division II Defensive Player of the Week this year, this week. Shout out to him. But... They just quietly just dragging every team. Now I will I will say this. At the end of the season, Saturday, November the fourth, they're playing Allen University. Allen is four and zero right now. And also playing impressive football. I am still going to predict an undefeated season for Benedict College football. The only worry or only concern I have will be down in Alabama. Um, not this weekend coming, but the following against Miles. They're always a uh, a hard out. It's a conference game. Pause. Um, not for the 
conference game, but for the heart out. Um, All right. See, see. <laughs> in case you missed it. Uh, but nonetheless, Benedict is playing good football in real life. And, and I'm just proud to be able to see the, just that level of consistent excellence. I had the opportunity on campus just a few days ago, last week, as a matter of fact, to run into one of our frat brothers who is on the squad and just talking with him and how much he echoes his head coach and how their words all sound the same. And it's not like that line, like, you know how you can tell those guys who've gone through like the media training and they're just, well, you know, we're taking it one step at a time, one game at a time, just trying to be the best team that we could be. They literally are breathing the words that he is, is putting into them. And it's reflective on that hard hat, um, like pick up your axe and go to work mentality, man. And I love to see it on campus, on the field, everywhere. And so again, I'm, I'm going to give one more shout out to coach Chinis Berry and the Benedict Tigers. Um, Cause they are doing their thing up there in Columbia, man. So shout out to them, bro. Any thoughts on Benedict and their just extreme defensive domination so far this season? I um, reminds me of, state south carolina state in the late 20 like early 2000s or whatever the late the the late early 2000s but the <laughs> late 2000s if you will like you know around the time we was in orangeburg still where it was like you kind of took it for granted if you were living in orangeburg at that time what was going on and i think some people around that campus right now may be taken for granted like um you know the success of the the team this is all post covid and you finally getting kind of back outside and everything like that, um, you know, of the teams from last season to this season. And one of the things that Coach Barry, I believe, preaches or, or coaches is what, like zero and zero or, or something to those effect, to that effect? Going one and one each week. Yep. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So um, I think that mindset has been cemented in all of his – players and that they they really like to your point they really really believe that they truly believe that so um yeah man i, I think again i encourage everyone that's in columbia uh and and closer to the to the stadium all to just show show benedict some love and support uh definitely because they're, they're playing they're putting a great product on the field absolutely absolutely so just before we get out of football um I'm going to just call it like it is, bro. The Jets signed Trevor Simeon, the veteran uh, journeyman. We didn't mention it earlier. But Colin Kaepernick wrote a letter that somehow got in the hands of J. Cole that somehow has been making the rounds. Why won't Cap go sit down, bro? He's like, this. Well, I guess his last-ditch effort was J. Cole because J. Cole got, um, who's that, I think Gabriel? Mm. He got him on with the heat or whatever like that. Yeah, you know, Tyler and, Gabriel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or um, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Whoever the Caleb got, they both look the same, right? Light skin with the braids or whatever. So it's the Caleb one. But anyways, <laughs> or whoever it was, J Cole got them got them on. Um, and that's probably that's that's what we see here. But yeah, I I don't know. Also. <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting this, really. Well, I was. I dropped the article in there. But um, <laughs> not this angle. Not this angle. Pause. Like, I, I, th- I thought we were talking about Simeon, more or less. But the Kaepernick angle makes me think about <laughs> one Robert 
Griffin the Third, oh. who is now a commentator, of course, uh, and then uh, also a Twitter professional ex ex uh, sender or whatever. But uh, hey, yo. he, yeah, I guess ex sender. Uh, but uh, I guess, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. Nah, because all right, we can listen. Go ahead, go right, ahead, just right, go ahead. Nah, exactly. Can, no, you want to be thought. childish? Nah, go I, ahead. If I said ex videos sender or something, then hey. perhaps. Okay. Applicable. Uh, uh, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna let you listen. Do your thing, bro. But nevertheless, he was on uh I, I, I I'm sorry that I can't cite what what pregame or postgame. It might have been uh NBC maybe, like uh NFL America or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, but he was like, <laughs> you know, times like these is why you got people out free agents, you Cam Newtons of the world, you know, Kaepernick's, myself. It, it just kept going. <laughs> myself, because I'm not yet retired. Uh, if any of y'all need a quarterback. These teams can look at, and they might be able to get, you know, at a discount or whatever you said. But he definitely slipped the myself uh, <laughs> in like, there. I'm, I but play yeah. football. I'm a quarterback. <laughs> Back to Kaepernick, though. Yeah. Um, too much time away from the game. We saw Seven Michael years. Vick. Michael Vick was uh, um, was a miracle, really, like, for lack of better terms. Like, M- Michael Vick was definitely, like, not a flash in the pan, but, like, a, a one-time thing. And also, Michael Vick, it was maybe two years, I believe, he was away from Correct. the game. Cap, this has been, like. Six years, seven, seven years. He's like got gray hair in his cornrows now. Like, dog. Think about it like this. Deshaun Watson was away from the game of football for one and a half years, still consistently working out while waiting on whatever, whatever to clear up in the cases and all of that. That was a year and still a half, rusty. and he is still rusty and still not yet in the prime. And he is significantly years younger. Some would even say significantly better as well as a quarterback and still struggling to reacclimate himself to the speed of NFL football. Seven years ago, you were mediocre and you were decent. Let it go, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Writing a letter, begging the Jets to give me, let me get a practice squad seat. Let me just show you what I got. They've seen what you got. You've got the settlement money, my boy. Sat down. Go make a season two to your little cornrow uh Netflix series. All right, or, all right. or 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 sell right. some more of them fire jerseys this with no NFL. Team. You know what? You know what? All Go right. and and listen, I I I understand that he was done dirty in the original. Like they did him wrong. Cool. Acknowledged. However, comma, you got paid. We fought. Your 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 topics are still out there. We get it. Cause I honestly have no <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is not slick. The first team that gets him on their roster, he's going out there, he's going to take a knee, and he's blowing their season up. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Well, I still don't think that America has learned its lesson. I'm still standing on, get off the field. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious, Big Cliff. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm actually... Pleasantly surprised that you're actually taking this stand, man. I like, I, I, I dig it. Like, not, not the fact that you're saying, like, no, he, he and you're being objective and like an analyst. Like, no, he, he just, he, he don't got it no more. It's like, yo, bro, if we're being real, you got your money. Now you're just being greedy. Right? Go be sit honest. down, like, bro. If, if, if anything else, go and coach some football somewhere or play. Uh, you know what I mean? Pro am football if they got that, but you, you being arena league, point. Canadian league, you're right, dog. You're right, you're you right, you right, think you're, you're right, still one of the right, V thirty two guys in a, in the in the world, my boy? 
These, like, this would be such a great conversation if we wasn't recording. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a little more, a little saucy. Oh my yeah. gosh, a little, a little more colorful, a little more colorful. <laughs> but uh, again, I, I, and uh, again, all of this is with respects to the to the man and what he, the stance that he took, because none of that negates any of that. However. Trevor Simeon is like six years younger than you, big dog. Probably. You and got I mean? about six it's more like, inches of neck. Pause. Like, just go sit whoa, down. Whoa. Hey, yo. I mean, if you've seen this dude's, like, he's got the torso thing. Like, okay, like a Collingsworth type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. All right. But that that was out of left field. But go ahead. I'll let you continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I mean it, it, as we continue to move on, I, I, want, I want Cap to sit down. Like, uh, okay. it's 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 getting a little sad at this point, man. Like, bro, we get it, they get it. It's not gonna happen, my boy. Let it go. No, and you know team one more one more thing happen. I do want to bring up while we're there, though. What's happening? Or before we leave football, the longer that the longer that you're away from the game, away from the contact. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, pause, pause, fine. Um, but uh, the higher it seems. From a from a from a fan standpoint, the higher probability that the long term um, injury happens on a, like an Achilles or an ACL or an MC. This is why I am knocking. Listen, for Kamara is on my fantasy team, and I know that he's probably mm. working out and everything like that. But I don't know how suspension rules go, and if he's allowed with the practice squad or whatever like that. Nope, he's got to work out independently. He's okay. not allowed. So in he's the got facilities. exactly. So I'm I'm listen. I'm praying because I don't. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not praying. We're not putting that in the atmosphere. Not even go say that out loud. Do you see what I'm saying, though? Is so I'm just saying. Colin Kaepernick, if he lines up in a backfield as an NFL quarterback and gets hit, is going to turn into a Looney Tunes cloud of dust if Aaron Donald hit him the right way. Something is going to break that ain't going to be able to mend or heal anymore as that man got to be 40 by this point, bro. Like, Come on, dog. That's like me. Yeah. Like, I got the size to be able to potentially go and push against them fellas for a little while. But if one of them decide to run, like, at any type of reasonable speed at me, it's going to be a problem. And I'm going to have examples. going to be saying, like, oh, there's a difference. Oh, levels. <laughs> there are right, yeah. Oh, levels. levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, uh, uh, mm, yeah, I'm moving off because I don't want to continue to blaspheme Cap, but I will say this and I'm going to leave it alone. Cap, listen, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got one more. Cap, keep making them fire uh, NFL jerseys that don't have no team affiliations. I might even come get one, dog. Listen, listen, it's a market for those of us who. Full circle moment. Hey, you feel me? For those of us who don't have no affiliations with teams, give me a black and white jersey to just say Kaepernick. It's an NFL jersey. Put the shield on there. I'm good with it, my boy. Let's go. All right, we said that was it for football, but big deal, no thing, real quick. Uh, y'all know the segment. This is actually the official big deal, no thing now. That's a big deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. We tell you topics and t- tell you tears your topics and tears as if it's a good old deals. No, big deal, no thing. Panther safety Xavier Woods expected to miss, quote, extended time with his recent injury. Big deal, no thing. Big deal. That's a big deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. Going the other way, why you say? Of course. Uh, of course. First of all, of course, you're going the other way because you are at the point where you don't care anymore. But I'm going to let you explain why you don't care anymore. 
However, yes, it's a big deal because along with the injury to J.C. Horn and our depleted secondary, that's just an, another body that's dropped. Uh, a more pessimism added on to us Panther fans. and uh, But well wishes for the man, and I hope that he does get healthy soon. Uh, I say it's no thing because I don't care no more. As we move forward, that's exactly what I. <laughs> Why well, argue exactly with you? When you we, I'm not. I'm not gonna argue with you when you write, my boy. Uh, Brianna Stewart named the WNVA, WNBA <laughs> MVP. I'm hosting next week, man. I'm hosting next week. <laughs> listen, my mouth's still working. Uh, pause. Yeah, uh, uh, hey, yo. <laughs> I, listen, the context upon which. Oh, I know, no, no. It's like now you might have to give the context. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what's wrong with you, man? Yo. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I say, I say, just let it pass. Let uh, it and pass. as we, and this train gonna keep on rolling. <laughs> Brianna Stewart <laughs> named the WNBA MVP. Big deal or no thing? Big deal. Why is that keep doing that? That's a yeah, big deal. yeah. You know what? I'm gonna let it ride. Cause I say, mm. I say, I say, big deal. That's a big deal. All right. So we finally agreed on one. Why you say it's a big deal? Uh, partly because of the song that you were playing after. I mean, there in the background is the bed. There. Um, all this means. Well, first and foremost, let me say this. It, congratulations to Brianna Stewart. But this year, that three-way battle was the closest that it's ever been for the sport. You had Asia Wilson, of course, but then also Alyssa Thomas with the Connecticut Sun. Excuse me, all locked steady was, the whole season. Exactly, like you couldn't go wrong with whoever you picked. It's, it's similar to this year um, drafting a quarterback: Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Take your pick. Pick one out of hat, out of out of the bag or something. I know you yeah. probably would. Yeah, I know you, would have liked a different pick. You <laughs> know who you wanted, yeah. but nevertheless. Um, so I, I say that to say. Again, with that competition happening, remember what we saw, and uh, I am teasing a little bit, but remember what we saw in winning time with the Magic and mm-hmm. um, Magic and uh, Larry Bird dynamic. So it's always good when you have your LeBron, KD, Steph Curry's. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a better good. league uh, where it's just not just Lisa Leslie. I'm sure my age, but it is, you know, all of these, all of these players right now that are making a name for themselves, not to mention – the Liberty have like me that, you know, ain't nothing to play with, of course, like that. Like Liberty definitely been doing their thing this year in this postseason. Um, but you know, these stars that it's like the WNBA is starting to experience their second and third wave of stars. So, of course, again, your Cheryl Swoops, um, Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobos went to Witherspoon when it first started. Teresa Witherspoon. Then you had your Diana Taurasi's of the world, the Maya um, Shorty. What's Maya's name from uh, Connecticut? I want to say uh, Maya Moore. Maya Moore. Okay, yeah, and all of them. If you think about it, they they are veterans now. Candace Parker's of the world and all mm-hmm. that. They're veterans or out of the game or leaving the game. You know what I'm saying? Brittany what's something that got locked up over um, cross seas? Say it again. And oh, BG, Brittany yep. Griner. Brittany Griner. Yep. Um, uh, by the way, while we're recording. Um, be easy, you're flagrant for that. What you said about uh, nevertheless <laughs> on, on their podcast, but yeah, so now you have this young crop of talent, and again, the same way with the NBA and the NFL, 
the younger talent, all they're doing is training younger. All they're doing is competing younger on these circuits of AAU and things outside of their school teams. And they're just getting better younger. So now you've got the Ionescas of the world or whatever that shooting 30 footers and stuff like that. 35 footers. You got women that are dunking and stuff like that. And all of the talent is starting to rise or whatnot. So their product is beginning to get better, you know, um, on the court. Yeah, and I agree. Um, I said it was a big deal for me um, si- simply because I don't like Brianna Stewart. Um, let's, 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 let's start there. I don't like her face. Uh, I don't like the, the, the faces that she makes when she's playing basketball. Heck of a player. Dynamic. Um, like, I guess she possibly deserved an MVP. But I, I feel like it might be a certain level of hate. Um, we, we do know that... Um, the South Carolina product was the defensive player of the year this year. But I think a lot of people are like how we got sick of LeBron. There might be some WNBA fans who are sick of seeing her in the aces. And she's always she's such a marketable player. As very well. much came so. into the came into the league as a league darling. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. But no, but you, you, you absolutely right. And as a matter and, and as a matter of such, they want to promote other faces. And even though it's one of the worst faces, and I'm not saying she's ugly. I just don't like Yo, her face. Come on, bro. man. <laughs> I got to get how I got it, bro. And I do not like, like she makes the, like, I don't like her face, bro. And I don't like her. I don't like a Connecticut women's basketball and or Diana Taurasi might be the only one. And no, no, Diana. Yeah, no, she did go there. But like, I don't like the, I don't like Brianna Stewart, bro, and so I don't like that she won. I don't I like can she see won. why Travis Kelsey made you mad this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Factuals, factuals, <laughs> but no, like so. Um, I, I do think that there was a certain <laughs> the residual, right? The background <sighs> was the only thing missing. But it, it it gives a certain level of y'all doing too much. Let my girl win. But it's cool when they're going on. The Ace is going to get another chip. Get some more rings on that finger. Um, Ace will well, be back next week to next year to go do her thing. So two things with that. One, let's not forget what city the Aces are in. So you can always manipulate some things. But to you know what I'm saying? Heard. I, think, I think sports as a whole messed up <laughs> when they allowed every sport um access in the, to the city. You know, yeah. UNLV was the only game in town at one point. <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh for two, um once pseudo major sports, if you will, or aspiring major sports begin to get the politics involved. Mm. Oh, you got something going. You know what I'm saying? You Facts. got a little something going. So, you know, good for the WNBA. <laughs> I, I hope, you know, like I said, this this gives storylines for next year, some incentive for some of the other players next year. They're going to become villains. They're going to become protagonists and heroes. Is you know, it just, I think it's good for the sport. Real quick, one quick thing you're talking about, just the sport. I will say this. If nothing else, the WNBA is starting to make some traction. Um, you, you talked about the next generation and they're how making layups. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a sexist joke, bro, for some reason. Listen, but it's still it, you got it off though. But like, I think about like 
the state of like the high school game and and there's oh, yeah. like if i'm if i'm using who i've got access to kaylee lucas uh, they call her a little bit she she is one of the hardest working young people that i have ever seen she is one of the smallest things on the court she start starting to get some size and that's going to be dangerous for a whole bunch of people in the state of south carolina and in the women's basketball game where did she play at south point high school in rock hill south carolina but um, as she is growing, she, this, the, the, the amount of effort, I follow them uh, on her father manages her social media and just to see the work that she puts in daily to perfect her craft and how much time she devotes to just getting shots up, to dribbling, to awareness, to studying. Um, I, I see the next level and the ele- evolution of women's basketball and it's in good hands. And, and I am I am privileged to witness and see that and anticipate it and hopefully we don't have to look at brianna stewart's face much more um as the mvp of the league uh because why bro like just oh i'm 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 over it bro like i don't i don't like brianna stewart but next up and lastly just before we get out of here one more big deal nothing yeah okay oh Oh, well, no, 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 no. Oh, I mean, a little too, but nah, it's on you. It's on you. You're the boss. Listen, <laughs> nah, but yeah, nah, if we, uh, if we could get, yeah, so one, one, two, two more, team, two man. more, two more. Uh, Steve team. Kerr on the addition of Chris Paul to the Warriors lineup. We have six starters. Big deal, no thing. Are you buying what Steve Kerr is saying about six, uh, six starters? Big deal, no thing. First of all, I like how you started with my team and then we're going to finish with yours, but nevertheless, um, <laughs> I'll how say is this your deal. team? Go ahead, man. Big deal or no thing, hey, man. Big deal. Big deal. That's a big deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. Nah, 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 nah. That ain't no thing. All right, all right, y'all. He's tired. You know, <laughs> when the baby, <laughs> when the baby starts <laughs> playing and making all of that. Nah! But let's um let's change it up a little bit. Go ahead and tell us why you feel like it's it's no thing. Cause Steve Kerr, it's the middle of football season. <laughs> he was asked. It's the middle of football season. Chris Paul ain't put on a pair of basketball shoes in probably months. No, bro, they've been training. Don't do that. He been out there in some Willie D's training. I'm not. You don't know what you got. You don't know if his shin is gonna be strong enough to walk up the steps of the 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 spectrum or wherever it is that y'all playing at this week. You're a funny guy, man. Go ahead. And, and you're gonna Go talk ahead. about you got six starters. This man is 172 years old, and you uh, talking about he dope. is a six star. This man has played 17 dope. million 309 minutes of basketball in the last two years. Is and you gonna talk about him, man? Six starters. That ain't no thing, bro. That is that is coach speak trying to get some relevancy, answering a question the best of his ability. He could have been like, "Y'all, it's September, man. Are you Holler done? Me are in you, December, man. Are you done? Almost. And them boy gonna suck. I'm I'm done. Go ahead. Really? Yes. The Lakers won't believe that. Me. The Warriors will not make the playoffs this year. Stop it. First of all, but secondly. Um, and I kind of w- listen. I, I kind of wish that accident settlement money was here, so I could bet you. But um, <laughs> now, speaking of um, <laughs> bets, all bets are off whenever it comes to what Steve Kerr is saying, which is why I call it a big thing. Um, so let's break it down for the fans real quick. You got 
Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney mm-hmm. as a forecasted or projected starting five. You throw Chris Paul in the mix, you're going to sacrifice more than likely Andrew Wiggins um, and have a smaller lineup, quote unquote, or you stick with what you consider a bigger lineup by keeping um, Andrew Wiggins in, inserted in there, Draymond Green and Kevon Looney or whatnot in the front court for you. So that, uh, you know, it's similar to New Orleans. Like, don't come out and tell us that Taysom Hill is going to split quarterback reps with our other quarterback, and, and it's this is going to work and all of that stuff. Again, we have to see proof of concept. Exactly. Uh, we've got to see uh, what goes on. But, I mean, to, to Steve Kerr's point, he was – he was looking to give, I guess, an honest or an answer truthfully as he could without, of course, like as a head coach in the NBA and NFL, you got to massage the egos of grown men. So in his own way, he was trying not to alienate or, I guess, you know, agitate Chris Paul, who's been seen working out with Draymond Green. You know, it's, it's looking like a, a great time up there in the Bay, but... Um, outside of like, so outside of that though, down there in, in LA and La La Land, I know we got a big deal, no thing up there for, for that. But also just to mention, cause we have not recorded in so long. what do you think about the Christian Wood situation? The acquisition? <sighs> unmoved. Oh, man. If I'm being honest. Oh, you said what? Unmoved? Unwavered? Unmoved. Yes. I like that, Adji. I mean, I like that. Yeah. Like cool. Um, I still like him. I like Roy better than him anyway. So mm. Um, mm. if the young man comes in and can actually hit some shots, I know that last year he averaged, what, like 16 and 7. That's cool, but so what? <laughs> if you ain't helping bring a championship, go sit down. Like, let's see what you're going to do. I, I, that's, the, that's the energy I'm taking at this point with anybody and everybody. Like, ooh, I'm not – you going to – We'd have to sign Patrick Mahomes for me to be excited about something that the Panthers do this offseason. Back the, to the Panthers, y'all. The, the Lakers. <laughs> the, listen, I'm I'm, I'm swinging. To, I'm sw- Brian Cashman would have to not only quit as being the GM of the Yankees. He'd have to say, "I'll never like be a GM again." For me to be excited about the Yankees at this point, and the Lakers would have to trade LeBron James for me to be able to be excited at this point. I'm just show do what you're gonna do and show me. Trade LeBron James and perhaps like cancel a fire show on on premium television or streaming sites. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, man. You tell ain't me, got the tell answers. Tell me you're trying to leave without telling me. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. And in other news, uh, <laughs> big deal, no thing. Winning time, rise of the Showtime Lakers has been canceled. Big deal. Do you have... Um, That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, I got you. Go for the it. Road. Why you say it's a big <laughs> so deal? I'll get this started. Y'all know how I felt about winning time, the show. Um, huge fan. Shout out to uh, John C. Riley, Adrian Brody. Um, shout out to Norm Nixon's son, whatever that is. Be Easy knows it. So listen to the DJ Blaze Radio podcast and you'll hear it. But... Um, uh, dude that played Magic, dude that played Larry Bird, uh, dude that played Kareem, <sighs> my man that played the crackhead on the team that wanted to <laughs> set out the hit 
on the coach. All right, let's give credit where credit is due, man. It's a Michael Cooper, the dude that played Coop. We didn't even get to see uh, the worthy dynamic uh, realized and actualized. And to make matters worse, it was an abrupt ending to the season. How mm-hmm. do you know DJ Highstar? Well, I'll tell you, Cliff, Big Cliff. <clears throat> At the end of the show, the end of the episode, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the end of the episode, the Lakers is the year that the Lakers lose to the Celtics. And they start, they might as well have played the um, Faith Evans Twister song, um, <laughs> Hopeful, for today because they started putting up. Yes, they started putting up. Bro, they were putting up Tubi captions at the end of the movie showing. <laughs> Last minute what, edits. Be like, yo, just throw something on there, man. We got to get bro, on through. As if we didn't know that the Pat Riley and the Lakers <laughs> went on to win. And we wanted to see how, not that. We know that. We can Google that. <sighs> so yeah, man. I got actually caught, I caught up. Over. I caught up and finished it. I, I'm really, really glad that you set that expectation for me ahead of time. Because had I been watching and just came up on that, I'd have been like, "Hey, you what? 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 Like, what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Like, I'd have been highly upset about that. But yeah, no, nah, man, it was a good. It, it, it was really good writing. Hopefully, my hopes are with the with the recent uh, negotiations that the writers have gotten the, their demands met. And you know, shout out to them. As a matter of fact, that the writer strike is finally over. Uh, ready for some new content someplace and every place and all around in the movies because it's been some really. Dog. I went and watched a Tubi movie. Dog, no shade to anybody who watches Tubi, but yo. But that's 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 what's out here popping in these streets. But nonetheless, um, I'm, I'm hoping that they can find a revival, if not with uh, Max or HBO, and, and with some place with another network. Yeah, maybe like a, a just the, Prime. The, yeah, uh, the, somebody Hulu. Like the yeah, the attention that the um, maybe Apple TV, maybe or they. Mm. I mean, they got a relationship with Magic though. But the attention that they paid to detail cinematically, we we talked about it throughout mm-hmm. all throughout last season. The Quality. score itself, the, the the score and the music soundtrack throughout the throughout the show, um, and then like really the acting, those actors really really sold their parts, really committed to this role, yeah, and to this to this project. So with all of that, yeah, you definitely will want to see. Um, you know, like you said, a revival. I don't know what they call this stuff in Hollywood once once reboot. shows get that that axe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a reboot, perhaps. But it was um yeah, awesome show, man. Awesome show. Yeah, definitely sad to see it go, but um almost as sad as I am to see this episode go, man. So uh anything I see what you did there. <laughs> anything you want to do or say to holler at the people before we get out of here. Yes, there is one thing that I wanted to ask you, Big Cliff, as a Final random question, <clears throat> and you have not—you uh, have not been a proponent of the shy at all, right? Haven't seen it. Not one, no. Yeah, so you won't really get this reference, but just follow along with me. Context what first. is something that Amon Shumpert and his character Rob on the show, The Shy? 
Oh, get the rim shot ready, please. <clears throat> Says, what is something that they both have in common? Correct. Did they both yeah, lose their wives? That... Say it again. Did they both lose their wives? I see what you did there. But no, that was very clever, my friend. <laughs> but no, this is not bar stool. <laughs> All right. So listen. All right. So treat it like the regular joke that it is again, though. So okay. what does Amon Shumpert and his character Rob uh, from the shy have in common? What do they have in common? When it's time, when it comes down to it, they can't make the big shot. Yeah, exactly. I, I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> I, was, I was listen. That was a personally crafted joke. So the delivery was off. I had to deliver it to know that. Yeah, I got to tweak that. But yeah, a little practice round. Can't, essentially, he can't. He can't shoot on or off the court. There mm, you go. Ah, okay. And on that note, we are going to get up out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net to be a part of the show. Or hit us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Carolina Sports Talk. Or the Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back. It's your man, Big Cliff, DJ High Star. Until next week or the week after or whenever. We'll holla. Peace.